God's blessing to you this day. This is Pastor Ernie Jung here at Faith Lutheran Church in Moore Park, California. Today we're going to continue on baby steps through the Lord's Prayer because I think this is very important. Not too quick, not too rapid, but here we see, I know I ran from my office. I didn't want you guys to wait any longer and um, I'm out of breath. My office isn't that far away, so tell me to exercise more. Appreciate it. Anyways, uh, today, first petition of the Lord's Prayer, hallowed be thy name. Let us pray. Dearly Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you for your name, the name to which you have called us by faith as you have wrapped us in your righteousness. Bless us, O Lord, in this triune name. Guide us, O Lord, in your truth and through all things. May your word dwell within us richly as we continue to grow and are strengthened in the promises that you give. We pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hi, friends. Okay, today, uh, thank you for joining me. Please uh, like, comment, subscribe, whatever that may be. Uh, but uh, thank you for joining me. Um, and I pray that each and every one of you are doing uh, well this day. All right, kicking in. Again, Lord's Prayer. Why is it so important that we take our time? Well, because when we slow it down a little, Rather than going 65, we go, let's say, 40 on the freeway. You know, when you go 40 on the freeway, <laughs> you, you actually get to see things a little better. Don't do that, by the way. It's very dangerous. But the point is that when we slow it down here, how is God's name profaned? What does profaned mean? Does anyone know? Profaned means to disregard or to dis. Respect, disrespect, or it means uh, simply to be, uh, to live contrary and ultimately to be irreverent to God's word, right? And, you know, hallowed be thy name. Remember what that means. Hallowed be thy, the enoma, the name to which you are grafted into by the gift of what? Your baptism. There is the name to which you live. Remember, who are you? You are a child of God by the name above all names, Jesus Christ. By the fruits of his death and resurrection, you have been called to be his own. Not your decision, not your giving your life to the Lord, not your commitment to him, but actually God working on you giving you his very word in the gift of baptism, right? giving you faith, giving you uh, his promise that you are wrapped in his righteousness. And there in his name, this is the name to which we live, move, and have our being, as it says in Acts 17. And this is the name to which we are to hold all regard, all respect, all reverence, to his name, because we very well know the great, what's the word? The great tension that we face in this life, right? How is God's name profaned? Now, who is the culprit behind this profaning of God's name? But of course, it's the evil foe. He knows that when God's name is profaned, there he has us hook, line, and sinker, right? He, he's got us trapped. And the only way to which he attacks us, namely, is by the word 
of God, that he twists God's word, that he turns God's word, that false teaching becomes in the devil's eyes as he tempts man the true teaching, right? And, and that is where we pray, God, help us to lead holy lives. As it says in, if you look at your catechism here, uh, God's name is kept holy when the word of God is taught in his truth and purity. And we as children of God also lead holy lives according to it. Help us to do this, dear Father in heaven. But anyone who teaches or lives contrary to God's word, profanes the name of God among us. Protect us, right, from this heavenly Father, right? So again, God's name, and ultimately what? As we just read right there in the explanation, his word, this is constant when it comes to uh, who our Lord is. We know him by the word, as it is given to us, ultimately, in the Word made flesh, our Lord's promise in Jesus Christ, the Word in the sacrament, what are the sacraments? We very well know that in the sacraments, there is not just the elements, but it's the power also, ultimately, of God's Word. Right? Everything is about the Word. I know I always say that, and I don't repeat myself like a broken record, but I can't say that enough. Because I know, as we look at the scriptures today, Colossians, 2 Timothy, Ephesians 4, that there is much at stake here when we twist or turn from the Word of God, right? And um, anyways, why don't we kick in? Uh, if you could turn to Colossians 2.8, and this is a little uh, kind of going away from uh, the, the references in the 2017 Catechism. So you'll definitely need your, um, your Bibles here. If you could turn to Colossians uh, 2.8, Colossians 2.8, what do we read right here? Colossians 2.8. If you have a Bible talk, Colossians 2.8. It says, See to it that no one takes you captive by philosophy or empty deceit, according to human traditions, according to the elemental spirits of the world, and not according to Christ. Again, oh, bad pen. Sorry. According to Christ. As we read right here in Colossians 2, verses, the elemental spirits of the world. Right? This is the tension when we talk about God's name. You know, when we deviate from the word of God, we are, not, we are no longer believing in the one true God. You know, we can try to make our cookie cutter and make our way with God saying, oh no, this is our God we believe. We don't believe in that word. You know, we, you know, we, we kind of cookie cutter everything together. We don't believe that the scriptures are inerrant and we're just going to kind of puzzle piece it together. No, you, at the end of the day, you're believing in a different God, right? We're, we're praying, hallowed be thy name. Lord, humble us, right? Humble us in your name. Lead us by your word. You know, I was thinking about this the other day, or not, or maybe today or in the morning. You know, uh, people saying, um, you know, I don't, you know, I don't want to be Christian because, you know, your, your, God's word is so uh, infringing upon uh, my way. And when I thought about that, and you hear that a lot, you know, like the Ten Commandments, it's too infringing on, on my life. And, um, you know, what, what really is happening there is that uh, 
the word, right? The, 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 the word is being tossed to and fro as if, <clears throat> you know, we can dictate that uh, by our own ideas or by our own will or by our own strength. And the bottom line is, is that we need to remember who God is in the midst of all of our sinful flesh. Not what we desire, but what God desires for us, his demands upon us and his word. And there it quickly humbles us, of course, uh, to, of course, repentance and forgiveness, of course. But also that as we live under his name, there we see the tension of what kata, right? Kata from the Greek, according to Christ or according to the elemental spirits, the pagan gods, as they would uh, be tempted by in the book of Colossians. Uh, we very well know that uh, this is what's at stake. You can't have the the best of both worlds, per se, but we pray that God's word may continue to be, as it reads right here in Colossians 2.8, that no one can take us captive by philosophy and empty deceit, because that is what is happening here, right? Empty deceit. And uh, we see right here, uh, philosophy, that this becomes the word in your life. Remember, this is the word that you were brought into. Yet at the same time, we pray, help us, O Lord, to live according to your word. Because we know the tension of ourself, the elemental spirits, our feelings, our thoughts, our own ideas, our own perspectives that are all rooted, well, as weak human uh, sinful beings, how easy it is to fall to these things, right? It really gets us back to the word of God. And, and to trust in that very word, even when our old Adam is wrestling with us, saying, no, right? Uh, I, I want to live as I please and, and live according to my name. And, and here we see again that reminder. When you say, hallowed be thy name in that prayer, remember, it is his name to which you were brought into by his word. We don't, we don't toy with his word. We don't disregard, disrespect, live contrary to, or are irreverent to God's word, but rather we, we uphold his word for what it says in the midst of our, own, of our own depravity. And there we pray, Lord, hallowed be thy name. Not my name, but thy name, O Lord, the, the very word, the very name to which you have called me into. This is the tension, friends. Identity crisis, so easy do we forget the name to which we live, right? Anyway, sorry, I'm yelling. <laughs> Again. Anyways, you should see me uh, usually when I'm at home. I'm very, um, what's the word? I don't really talk because I talk too much at work and my throat starts hurting. So I kind of chill out at home. But anyways, Ephesians 4.4, 4, why don't we turn there? Ephesians 4.4. 4. Ephesians, Galatians, Ephesians 4, 4, and there it writes, pertaining to the word, <clears throat> oh, 4, 14, I'm sorry, 4, 14, 4, 14, right? Start from verse 11. And he gave the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the shepherds, and teachers to equip the saints for the work of ministry, for building up the body of Christ, until we all attain to the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God, to mature manhood, to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ, 
Verse 14, so that we may no longer be children tossed to and fro by the waves and carried about by every wind of doctrine, by human cunning, by craftiness and deceitful schemes. So that we no longer be children tossed to and fro by the waves of every wind of doctrine, right? And again, uh, when we're on this boat, as we talk about uh, Noah's Ark uh, in Genesis, which I encourage you to join me. I'll probably do that tomorrow, by the way, the live, the live recording of that. But every wind of doctrine, every de- uh, cunning deceit uh, from the devil himself, from the world, uh, from all the false teaching, it, it is there. But what keeps us afloat is what? The word of God, right? This is where we submit and trust in that very word that has called us in this one true faith, as the word on this ark keeps us afloat and safe in the mighty refuge of our Lord, his eternal fortress. Right? We know what we're facing, and we know how easy it is to profane the name of God, and there we repent. Right? It's so easy, because we live in a world that is catechizing us in so many different ways, with every empty deceit, elemental spirits, philosophy, cunning deceit. It's all there, but we pray back in time again, God's name, O Lord, help me to lead a godly life. Help me to be led by your word, your word, not what I want your word to say, but what your word actually says, right? This is the key because that is where God's name is held in great honor and faith. But yet at the same time, we know the tension where the spiritual forces of darkness are trying to do what? They attack you. By twisting the word. Just look at our first parents. Enough said, right? Anyways, uh, 2 Timothy 4. Why don't we return there? 2 Timothy 4. And here we see uh, clearly uh, 4, 3 to 4 here. Uh, If we could read this together. 2 Timothy 3 to 4. It says, pertaining to preaching the word, 2 Timothy uh, four, three to four. For the time is coming when people will not endure sound teaching, but having itching ears, they will accumulate for themselves teachers to suit their own passions, and will turn away from listening to the truth and wander off into myths. Itching ears. Itching ears. Oh, how must, how, how easy they itch, right? Itching ears that want to hear uh, something else, myths, right? The antithesis of God's word, right? Um, passions of the flesh. This is, this is the reality of, of, of this life uh, in this dark world. Um, and at the end of the day, what's the goal of the devil? To turn away from the truth. Man, this, is, this is the constant when it comes to the name of God. God's name is our only truth. There is no relative truth. Rather, there is an absolute objective truth that this is the name to which we live under all by his word. Now, myths and passions, the itching ears, what's the result? Turning away from the truth. What does it say in the Bible? The truth will set you 
free. When we turn away from the truth, what happens? We enter into bondage. Now, does the devil tell us that? No. Does the devil say, look at this sweet life that you can have in the covetous flesh? It's all yours. Just turn away from the truth and live by your myths and passions. Live under your name uh, because God's name, well, he can't really help you there. And this is the key, friends. Hallowed be thy name. It does really bring us back to the word. Every night as I pray with the children, hallowed be thy name. This is a reminder of, 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 oh, sorry, of the word, right? It's, It's a dwelling upon this is the name to which I've been called into. This is the faith that is, uh, that is rooted in the word. And there I trust, O Lord, hallowed be thy name. I'm a sinner. I, I strive, uh, I love in my carnal flesh to live by my name. But your name shows me, again, as we pray this prayer, that your name is above all names. That I'm not trying to build my own uh, Tower of Babel, right? I'm not trying to make a name for myself, but Lord, your name is above all. And I know your name by the word to which you have called me in Christ Jesus, that through his death and resurrection, you have called me by that fruits of the resurrection, by the words, uh, the power of God's word and the word and sacrament in my baptism. And there I live by your name. Thanks be to God for your grace that you have called me to be your own. And Lord, help me to lead a God-pleasing life because I know what I'm up against. Lord, grant me your wisdom and faith to know that my itching ears, uh, that the philosophies of this world as I turn on the TV, turn on social media, turn on all these things, all the screens, the empty deceit that is trying to attack me, all the cunning deceit that is in the midst of the the wind of wave of every doctrine is washing washing me to and fro on on this ark, on this ark of your word. Lord, grant me faith. Lead me by your word. And again, how important this prayer is because I know as you live out your day, how that word in our sinful nature uh, can, get away, can get away from us, that we can be tempted by all these different aspects of, uh, of the world that in the very moment we forget that we are actually uh, profaning his, his name, his word. So, you know, when, when, I, when I pray, uh, hallowed be thy name, it's that, it's, it's, it's the, uh, the antenna goes up and saying, that's right, his name. Everything is of his name. And this is where we get back to who we are because of his name. We, we get back to who we are because of his word. And ultimately, we get back to who we are because of what Christ has done for us. Right? The word is the word, friends. You can't... We can't cookie-cutter it. We can't rely on false teaching because that is a castle made of sand. Right? And eventually, it will fall into the sea. That's what Jimi Hendrix would say. Anyways, but it's true, isn't it? Um, it does fall into the sea because it's false. What endures forever, what is uh, not built on sinking sand is what? The Word of God. And that is what we pray. Help us, O Lord, right? To be led by your name, your name the name by full of grace and truth you have called me to be your own, all by the precious blood of Christ. Thanks be to God. The devil tarries me, the world, the flesh tempt me, but Lord, hallowed be thy name. Lord, grant me faith. Your word in the midst of the battlefield, and there by your word you have conquered all things, you have forgiven me of my sins, and you have given me life in your name. Thanks be to God for your continued grace and your steadfast love as you continue to lead me under your care.
right? That's the prayers that we go under this hallowed be thy name, right? It's, it's, it's just a treasure trove of endless prayers of what we're up against, but yet as we apply this first petition, how, um, how yeah, it, it really does get us back to what is true, right? Um, and that's why I encourage you to pray the prayers. You might not pray it all throughout, but just use a petition one by one and apply them, right? One by one, whatever you're facing, hallowed be thy name, hallowed be thy name, hallowed be thy name, Lord, lead me by your word, right? Because I know what the devil is trying to do, right? And there we get back uh, to what is really happening, but to whose word is the truth? And in that word, who is our one true God? And that is our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. So remember that this day here, right? Um, how is God's name profaned? We, we know this very well. We see it in our text today. But yet, it's a moment where we get back to the truth. And that is God's word. I know I repeat myself a lot. But I repeat myself because I know who we are. And we need to hear God's word, right? You know, as I said in Bible study the other day, and I, so I think I told Matt this morning, um, you know, St. John the Baptist's word about increase and decrease is so real. I think as you, as a pastor in ministry, you know, every single year that I, that I uh, go through, uh, I realize it's, it's more of Christ and less of me, that it's all of God's, words and God's word and less of me. And as I mature in ministry, I know it's only been like 10 years now, um, I, I constantly see that, that it's only Christ, only Christ, only Christ in his word, word that sets us free. And that's all that it is, right? There's nothing more because I know this side of it and how easy the world tries to turn us. So remember, hallowed be thy name, the word of God. Do not misuse the name of the Lord, second commandment, right? Anyways, why don't we close there? Thank you for joining me. Let us pray. Dear Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you for your word. Uh, Lord, grant us your wisdom and strength. Lead us by faith and through all things. May your word of truth dwell within us richly as we live out our lives in this one true faith. Guard us from the evil foe. Lord, grant us discernment over false teaching, over the elemental spirits, over every scheme and deceitful doctrine of man. And Lord, bless us by your spirit, guiding us to the truth of your holy scriptures as we are led humbly, O Lord, under your name. Thank you, O Lord, for your continued grace and forgiveness. And O Lord, for Christ and the forgiveness of sins. We pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. All right, friends, thank you for joining me today. Hopefully that was helpful to you right? Use the, the Lord's Prayer. Again, you know, hallowed be thy name. We could just kind of go through that quickly, but when you slow it down, right? Here we see it <laughs> in a lot of stuff. So uh, apply this. Apply it. Slow it down, right? From 45 to 33. Slow it down and really dwell upon what we have learned today and use it. Use it Use it, use it in your prayer life. All right, have a wonderful day. We'll see you tomorrow. Genesis, same time, probably around uh, 9.30 tomorrow. 9.30, I have a teaching in the morning. So 9.30, uh, we will start Genesis, Pacific Standard Time. Join us 9.30 in the morning tomorrow uh, for Genesis study on Noah. All right, friends, love you all. Pray for you all. This is Pastor Jung here, Faith Lutheran Church in Moore Park, California. Have a lovely day. God is with you. Christ forgives you, and you are his own.
Thanks be to God for his grace. Until next time, love you all. Praying for you all. This is Pastor John, checking out. Adios, friends. Have a good day. Thanks for listening to these Small Catechism Live devotions. We hope this helps you as you continue to grow and study the Bible. For more information about Faith Lutheran Church, visit us online at faithmoorpark.com.